Memphis Wrestling, Dustin Star, the Dustin Star, has done it again. Yes, this is um, becoming a really, really good hour. And it was very like the, um, the 1980s territory stuff. You know, everything goes to the desk anyway, but there was a constant back and forth and they were breaking in with um, Mike Anthony and Brett Every Rose has its thought. Fern Michaels, who have enmity, and they fought uh, a while ago outdoors. Really good match, actually. But throughout this hour, we keep cutting to them, and they are constantly fighting. It starts that way. There's the ring presentation from uh, for the trios championship, and of course, um, Mike Anthony isn't there at first. He comes in later. Picks up Dustin, gets angry with him, pushes him against the wall, and then there's Brett coming out. Brett Mike, Brett Michael's thong. And they start fighting from there. Then we've got Peter Avalon, he's the guest here, the forgotten Peter Avalon, in my view, the wingman in AEW, then settles down to commentary, and he's actually all right when he's not trying too hard. He starts out with, hello Memphis, and then we go to a commercial, as if they're not bothered, really. We go back to um, to Mike Anthony and to uh, Brett Michaels fighting outside. Then the main first match is Country Rock versus the Skimmerhorns with Cousin Mikey, or Uncle Mikey. And last week, he heard his name being chanted by the fans, and he goes round the ring and they chant him again. Surely we are going to have a face turn very soon. Yeah, I'm sure we are. Mikey, they likey. There's some nice work in this, including a quick sidewalk slam and elbow drop combo from Country Rock. And then there's some... The end comes when Mikey is chatting to Peter Avalon on the apron and there's a distraction and the skimmer horns are rolled up. Well, that doesn't... Stay in the match. Mikey's not in the match. If he's talking to somebody else, but I suppose they're concerned because, well, he should be with them. And really, he's enjoying the fans too much. This is going to be a face turn, and I cannot wait for it. Because Mikey is one of the great personalities in Memphis wrestling at the moment. Now, listen, something else I'll tell you. No one in Memphis takes more care of their barbecue than Tops. And I'll tell you something else as well. You can win pizza for a year with Jets Pizza. Not just for one day, or for one week or month. For a year. Tell them Dave and Dustin said... Oh, no, that's a different advert. Oh, well, okay. Then when we come back, we see the stuff from last week, including the Mikey Moonsault. Mikey Moonsault. Sounds like some kind of wrestler by Max Moon. The Mikey Moonsault, where he landed on his feet. It was very nicely done. They showed it again, so there is definitely a face turn coming. Now... Blaylock is back. He's got a beard now. He's sadly back. And with the Hollywood Horror Show, he says that he only went away for a week and he doesn't really get the words in. So I go away for a week and you have to lose. And it's not quite right. But anyway, he doesn't like Walker Hayes. He, he the revenant of Walker Hayes, or the boiler boiler suit wearing Walker Hayes. And he um, he wants to punish him. He said, you lost the match last week. So he whips him with a with a belt. 
Now, Walker Hayes has got a boiler suit on, so he won't really feel that on his back, will he? He'll be thinking, oh, that's just a nicely cushioned blow. Oh, it feels like a massage. But anyway, it's done. And um, and then they've got Van Viscius and uh, Colton Cage with Ryan Ormy Piles versus um, Walker Hayes and Jackson Crowley. And early on, it's quick, it's brutal. There's a very nice power bomb from Walker Hayes for the for the pin and the win, which is good. Then we take you outside again, and Mike Anthony doing some work to camera. He's angry and rightly so. I keep pointing out Brett Michaels nipped in when he was um, when he was the um, Mike Anthony was the number one contender and won the heritage title. He's got every right to be angry, and here comes Brett Michaels smacking him up a bit. It's actually really nice, this bit. Michaels picks him up and throws him against the garage door, which is great. And then the cameraman gets the lariat. And what you see in the end is the camera on the floor with Mike Anthony just kind of panting for breath, looking at it. It's really nice. Really good action. Tell you what else is good action. A fresh pair of kicks. A thrifty man. Oh, here's Nikki Lane. Now she's missing something. And it would be the belt. She lost it last week. And Matt, who of course is her friend, says that he's the reason he wants to fight Kay Tuma. Now, Nikki says it's not your fault, but he says, I must fight him. And so they do. Now, early on in the match, Kay Tuma shakes off the chair shots. And at that point, Matt should be thinking, oh dear, this is not going to look good for me. Kay Tuma hits a knee in the corner. He then smacks him to the chair in the corner, does Kay Tuma, and we think that might be a change. Matt runs at him with a cannonball and a Yakuza kick, and he gets a one count for that. You've got to be thinking, oh, I can't put him away. Tuma finishes it with rather a soft slam. He doesn't place him on the mat, but it's not resounding. He doesn't go for the pin, though. He pulls Matt up off the mat and pins him, or rather actually gets a knockout with a lovely spinning kick. As they said, heavyweight moves like a cruiserweight. He does, and that's good. Okay, so, what have we got here? We've got Dave and Lance in their pomp from Memphis years gone by. And then we've got Anthony Idol doing a promo. Now, he doesn't look like Austin Idol, all right? He looks nothing like him, okay? He's got the blonde hair, but that's all. However, he does sound like Hulk Hogan. So much so that I thought, you've not got the Hulkster coming in, have you? That would be awful. But no, it's Anthony Idol. It looks like he's not just here for a, a guest spot either. Looks like they've signed him up. He's fighting the perennial loser, Carlos Alexander Rios. It's quick. It wins by a kind of... He wins by a kind of modified falcon arrow, does Idol. It's quite poor. Because I wanted to see some offence and see what he can do. But we didn't get that. Okay, let's get the sneering Martin, who used to be precious, of course, with um, with Jay Smooth and Cross um, versus Kid Wrestling. Well, they're all at Kid Wrestling, and he's a bit all at sea. So who comes out to help him? Swole. Big Swole, Jason Cole. So it becomes a tag match with Martin and Jay Smooth and Kid Wrestling and... and uh, Swole, Big Swole. I forgot he was there for a minute. 
That's how much charisma he's got. Okay, so, in the middle of this, we get news of the banquet, which I think is going to be great, an awards show, and pro shingle. Fantastic. And then a garlic butter and bacon burger from Sonic's. I want one of those, but my doctor says no. Okay, so, early on, we've got in this match, which is a tag match now, we've got kid wrestling brutalised. Martin then misses the rather large senton off the top and smacks his anus into the mat. Oh dear. Then a hot tag to Swole. Swole slam to Jay Smooth. Then he, he gives the pin to Kid Wrestling and they use the rocket launcher. Remember from the new foundation? With Owen Hart, the rocket at the time, and Jim Neidhart. Remember that? Yeah. And that's supposed to be the main event. Only it's not, because... They've got news that Michaels and Anthony are in the Wrestle Centre lobby there by the merch tables. Mind the merch. There's t-shirts there and everything. Back in the ring, Mike Anthony sells an atomic drop very well. He does that kind of knock-kneed dance thing. Really nice. Then he hits Michaels with gator feet. He calls it the genetic nightmare. It is gator feet, though, and puts him out. And what's he got in his pocket? Handcuffs. Handcuffs him with his hands behind his back and smacks him with the belt. Because as you know, Michael, every rose has its thorn. And when you when you get the position that should have been Michael Anthony's and you leapfrog over him just by dint of being there and shouting loudly, you've got to pay the piper. And that's what just happened. That's great. That thread throughout this this episode was really well done. They have some real heat between them. It looks like they don't like each other. Really works well. Some of the work in the ring was okay as well. But really, it's becoming more about me enjoying this hour and the speed of it and Dustin getting involved and, and the sort of loquaciousness. Loquaciousness. You can look that word up. Of Maria, my Maria, and um, and the characters. I see them week in, week out, and I actually like them. So yes, it goes by in the blink of an eye. And I think it's great. See you next week. Ta-ta.